You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number nine, The Wrong Bus. Welcome to Marriage Mindset, where I teach you how to get your brain on board in order to create more joy and connection in your marriage today. I'm Heather Flake, a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Certified Life Coach. I'm here to show you that regardless of your spouse's choices, it's totally available to you to feel joy and peace in your marriage if that's something you want to create, and I'm going to show you how. Let's go. Yoo-hoo! Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I just want to give you a little warning. This podcast may just be a rant and a just a crazy little show. I'm all over the place. I've got lots of thoughts. I have lots of high emotions. So I just want to warn you right now, proceed with caution. <laughs> okay, so this morning was monumental. I did something that I've been fighting myself on doing for, you know, ever since coaching came into my life. And that was getting childcare for my children so that I can work, so that I can put more time into building my business. So I literally have gone back and forth on putting my kids in a school slash a daycare program for over two years. And um, I have toured every single school in the Valley. I have made literal spreadsheets and flip charts and I've weighed the pros and cons and you name it, I've done it. Um, Devin has talked to me about this 10 million times and I'll decide that I'm going to do it. And then I change my mind and I come up with all these reasons as to why it's a horrible idea and I find a better solution and a better route and on and on and on. But ultimately I did decide to put my kids in a little school part-time a few days a week. And today was the first day. Now I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. And in fact, I am very raw. Like my eyes are puffy and red and I am on the verge of tears. (laughs) I've already cried so much today. It's fine. But there are a few principles that I think are worth sharing. And so that's why I'm telling you this, right? It really was way worse than I thought it was going to be. I expected it to be hard. I knew it would be hard. I knew I would be sad. I knew Brooks would cry, but I didn't think I would cry as much as I did. I didn't think it would be as challenging as it was. I didn't think Lily would be shy and sad. And then there she was clinging to my leg sad and not wanting to go into her classroom. And luckily I was smart enough to keep my sunglasses on so that my children couldn't see my tears. Devin, I just gave Brooks to Devin, didn't even tell Brooks goodbye. I could not even handle that. I just heard him crying down the hallway. And then literally I just, I gave Lily another hug and then I left. I just left the building and I left my sad children in there with Devin and I went and stood by our car and I lost it. I was just completely sobbing. I was so sad. I had all these thoughts, but with that, I just want you to know, sometimes we expect things to be different than they are. And I think ultimately this is going to be a great decision for my family and for my business. And ultimately this is what I want. But right now it feels awful and I hate it. 
and noon cannot come soon enough. Noon is when I get to go pick my babies up and I am not very focused. I'm all over the place. I am very sad. And I just want you guys to know that it's okay. Sometimes things are not going to be what you think they're going to be. Or sometimes even you do know that something is going to be hard and you can expect it to be difficult and you can try to prepare and plan for that. But then when that actual event, when that day comes, it still might just be even harder than you thought. And I want you to know that that is just okay, that this is what it looks like being a human. My sweet mom called me this morning, which was a horrible idea because I saw her name on caller ID and just started crying again. (laughs) And our phone call was short, but um, she just reminded me, she's like, Heather, you're crying because you love them so much, right? Like, so that's a beautiful thing. Anyways, I just want you to know that as a human, things are really good and things are really bad. And this is just the human experience, right? And I'm not trying to tell myself that I shouldn't feel sad. I'm not trying to tell myself that I should be happy and that I should work really hard today. I'm just meeting myself where I'm at and letting myself feel these really rough emotions. And I want to give you permission to do the same. You can just feel how you're feeling. You can just meet yourself where you are today. So go ahead and do that. and never send your kids to school. Just keep them with you forever. Never let them go outside. Never let them leave your side. That's probably the best option. (laughs) I'm kidding. Being a parent is just like the greatest dichotomy of life, right? Like you want, you're, you're so obsessed with your kids. You want all the things for them. You want them to be with you all the time. And then the other part of you is annoyed with them and you want them to leave and go away and you want alone time. And either way, you're just like never quite satisfied. So needless to say, being a parent is crazy and it allows you to feel all the feelings and that's okay. All right. So last week I had the opportunity to travel to Utah and I went to a business conference. It was an entrepreneur workshop that Jody Moore put on. It was called Impact 2.0. And there was tons of amazing women that came and spoke that have really successful businesses. And I invited my mom to come with me because my mom is also a business owner and an entrepreneur. She became that in a little different way. Like I chose this, right? For some insane reason, I thought it would be a great idea to build my own business and start from scratch and do this thing. But my mom, when my dad passed away, she just became a business over overnight. She became the owner of a car wash and the owner of a plumbing company. And she decided to do that. And I've been so inspired by her because all the time I think, mom, like you could have just walked away. You could have just sold them and left. And my mom has had so many really incredibly challenging things that she has had to figure out. My dad was an amazing plumber and worker, but he was not a businessman, meaning he didn't really do paperwork and he didn't do a lot of the crossing the T's and dotting the I's. And so my mom walked into quite a mess in both of these businesses, but um, for the last four and a half years, she has just put her head down and she has gone to work and she has learned and she's asked for help and she has tried and she's failed and then she tries again. And I've just been so inspired by her. And so I invited her to come with me and we had such an amazing time together. We learned so much, we laughed, we cried, ate really good things, got lost, the whole thing. It was just amazing. But I will do another episode sometime and talk about the things that I learned at this conference. But the one thing that I do want to mention that really touched me is I want you to know that you can be two things. I think so often we put ourselves in a box and we think, you know what? I'm a mom or I'm a wife 
or I'm a teacher, right? And and we think that we can only be one thing. But the truth is you can be two things. You can be a mom and a business owner. You can be a wife and a mom. Like I know these things might sound silly, but I just want you to know that there is room for all of it. And I'm really having to remind myself that this morning because my brain and my heart are screaming at me that there is not room for anything else (laughs) besides motherhood. Um, But in my heart of hearts, I know that I have other desires and I have personality traits and skills that I believe the good Lord has blessed me with that I can use to bless many lives outside of my own, but also to bless the lives that are the most important to me, right? The lives of my family and my own life. Like there are things that I wanna do. There are contributions in this world that I want to make. There are things that I wanna try. And I'm gonna allow myself to do that while I be a mom. So I just want you to know that, that there is room for all of it. And society and your brain and social media and your culture and maybe your religion, all these things are gonna play into it. And sometimes you might feel guilty and you might feel wrong and you might feel like what you're doing is bad. But I want to invite you to rethink that. And I want to invite you to really think about what you want and have the courage to admit that to yourself and have the courage to start going after it, knowing that there is room for all of it, that you don't just have to be one thing. You can be many things. You can wear many different hats. You can wear them well. And at different times and phases of your life, you're going to have more energy and more time to be able to devote to certain areas. But just know that it's not black and white. Just know that it's not going to be easy, right? It's not always going to be super fun. Just like school, like ultimately I know putting my kids in school so that I can have a schedule, like I can actually have hours to work during the week and my kids can actually learn and grow and socialize instead of watching TV while I work. I know in the long run that that's going to be great for my family, right? But right now it just feels hard and awful and uncomfortable and I want to take them out of school and I want to quit building this business because my brain tells me that would be easier and safer. It's just, it's okay to feel bad and it's okay for things to be hard. Don't let easy be the indicator for it being right, right? Like it most, the things that you're going after, the things that you wanna do and accomplish aren't going to be easy at all. And that doesn't mean that they're wrong. All right, enough of all of these rants. Let's get into the nitty gritty now that we're 10 minutes into the episode. If you're still here, you are a true fan. If you're here, you're probably my sister. I love you. (laughs) Okay, so today's episode is called The Wrong Bus. So I need to tell you a little bit of back story about me, about Heather Farflake. I am not naturally a very good navigator, you guys. If you were to hand me a map, I would be like, I'm sorry, what is this? Is this a napkin? Should I clean something with this? Like, I don't really understand how to read maps. I find them very confusing. No, thank you. When I am in the car and Devin is driving and it's my job to navigate, I sometimes really struggle in that role and Devin will get a little frustrated with me. Although he did say the other day that I've come a long way, so snaps for me. But naturally navigating is not something I'm good at or that I feel comfortable doing. So my mom and I fly out to Salt Lake last week and then we decided that we could just Uber around and we could use the track system or the Utah bus system to get where we needed to go because we were staying in downtown Salt Lake and so we weren't that far away from the things that we wanted to do. 
So we get to Salt Lake on Tuesday afternoon and we decide, hey, like, let's go to City Creek. Let's go to the mall. And I'm like, mom, we can just ride the bus. Like, that'll be cheaper. Apparently, there's a bus stop close to us. Like, Devin showed me how to use Google Maps where you click the little bus feature and it'll tell you what bus to get on. So I do that. And to my knowledge, I believe that I am getting on the bus that is going to take me to City Creek. And the app tells me like, okay, it's going to take about 30 minutes. There's going to be 19 stops. So we get on this bus and me and my mom are chatting. But in the back of my mind, the whole time, I'm like, man, I wonder if this is the right bus. Are we going the right way? Ooh, I hope we're going to get there, right? I have all these thoughts, but I'm just like, no, no, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure we're going the right way. If we're not going the right way, eventually we'll figure it out. It's going to be fine. But we keep stopping and stopping more stops and I start seeing things and I am like, yeah, we are for sure not on the right bus. <laughs> we are going the wrong way. And I see where we are, like we get to Murray and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was here last week for a family reunion. I know that Murray is the opposite direction of, you know, City Creek. So I'm feeling kind of like dumb and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? I feel kind of embarrassed. And so I say to my mom, I'm like, mom, we're for sure not on the right bus. I'm going to go up to the driver. And I feel kind of stupid. And I was hoping my mom would be like, oh, I'll go talk to him. Like she's the outgoing friendly one. And I'm like, you're the mom. Like, shouldn't you be the one to, to rescue me? <laughs> so I go to the front of the bus and I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure I'm on the wrong bus. We're trying to get to City Creek. And the bus driver was just so nice. And he's like, yeah, you're, you're definitely going the wrong way. You're headed in the opposite direction. But a few stops up here, we're going to get off at tracks and you guys can hop on tracks and just get on the north blue line, I believe. And that'll take you right to where you need to go. And I was like, okay, great. So I get back in my seat and I tell my mom, I'm like, yeah, here's what we need to do. Anyways, so we keep riding, but still, you know, in my mind, the bus driver said, yeah, shortly we'll get up here to tracks and you guys can get on a new bus. Shortly, it was like 15 minutes. Like we kept going for a while and I just continued to doubt. I was like, oh my gosh, did I miss it? Did I not see the track station? Blah, 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 blah. But no, eventually we get to the new bus stop and we get on a new bus and we wait for the bus and then we, we start going in the right direction. All right. So then we finally get to City Creek and we get some food because we were starving and we start walking around and we decide to go across the street. And so we are in the crosswalk and I see this woman that has two girls with her on the other side of the, of the crosswalk. I was like, oh my gosh, that, that kind of looks like Jody. But my brain is like, that's not Jody. And then as we are walking in the crosswalk, it is Jody. Like it is Jody Moore, you guys. And I'm sorry, like I'm a mega fan. Like I love Jody Moore. She has changed my life. She is, I just, I love her and her work. It's been such a big part of my life these last few years. And I freak out. My heart is beating so fast. I am acting like I am seeing like the dudes from NSYNC. Like I'm just fangirling hardcore. And so really awkwardly, super high-pitched voice. I'm like, Jody, hi, I'm so excited. And she says, hi. And she just keeps walking in the crosswalk, you know, but I am like starstruck. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, wow. I like cannot believe that that happened. Then we go to this place, we get some food, we sit down, we're eating food. And through the window, I see Jody's sister, Natalie Clay. Natalie is a life coach as well, but she co coaches couples. She does couples coaching. 
And Natalie has coached me several times throughout my coaching journey. And I love her. Like, I just think the world of this woman as well. And I see her through the window walking with her family. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's Natalie Clay. Like, again, I'm just fangirling. I'm like, this is so lit. Then we go to another store. This is probably like 45 minutes later. We're in this other, we're in anthropology. And I'm just like looking around, not touching anything. You know, I'm like, this store is way too fancy. This is way above my pay grade. But then who do I see in anthropology, you guys? Jody's mother. I see Bonnie Lyman in anthropology and I got to say to her, thank you. Thank you for bringing Jody into this world. So it was just so funny. I was just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe that I had seen so many people that I like really idolized and loved. But it didn't dawn on me until that night when my mom and I were traveling home that what I thought was the wrong bus was totally the right bus. Because had I not gotten on that quote wrong bus, I wouldn't have seen Jody or Natalie or Bonnie. And like, I know that this is silly, you guys, but they really did feel like little tender mercies to me, right? Because I was kind of embarrassed about being on the wrong bus and going in the wrong direction. And then God was like, hey, you know what? I'll just throw at you some tender mercies some very simple reasons for you to smile and recognize that no, it's okay. So that's what I want to talk about. Sometimes we get on a bus and we start going and we think to ourselves, man, this is the wrong bus. We are headed in the wrong direction. This is totally not what I thought it was going to be. What do I do? How am I going to get off? Right now you might think this about your marriage as a whole and just kind of consider this metaphor of the bus, right? So maybe you view your marriage as the wrong bus, meaning you thought it was right to get on this bus. You thought it was right to get married and you thought it was going to be a certain way. But the longer you're on the bus, the more you recognize that this is so different from what you thought it would be. And while you're on the bus, you recognize that you feel really uncomfortable You recognize that you're doubting yourself. You're questioning your decision. You recognize that you're going to have to ask for help. You recognize that you're suffering, that in order to fix some things or get pointed in the right direction, you're going to have to ask someone for help. You're going to have to step outside of yourselves. You might have to change directions. You might have to get on a new bus and head in a totally different direction. And I just want to tell you that if you are in that spot, I want to tell you that it's not too late, that it's never too late. And I think for everyone, we have all these expectations when we get married. And then when we are married, they're different. Like those things are going to clash. You can't know what it's like to be married until you're married, right? So there's things that are going to be different. But I want you to know that no matter what bus you are on, there are beautiful things all along the way. Those tender mercies, I like to call them, right? If we can open our eyes and if we can look outside of our discomfort and our doubt, we will see amazing things. We will receive amazing things, okay? The other thing that I want you to know is oftentimes when you're going through something like this and you feel like you're on the wrong bus or you feel like you're headed in the wrong direction, you will make it so much harder if you judge yourself and if you judge your spouse. Meaning if you're just like, oh my gosh, I... I probably knew that this wasn't the best decision. What was I thinking? I can't believe I did this. Or maybe you're judging yourself for things you haven't done in the marriage, for things that 
you feel like you could have done better, but you just haven't. Or maybe you're judging your spouse because you think they should be better. They should be different in some way. And if they were, you would be happier and you wouldn't be headed in this direction. But if you judge yourself, it will just be harder and it will just be more difficult. But what if you just allowed your feelings without attaching your self-worth to them? Meaning what if you just allowed yourself to feel uncomfortable? And what if you just allowed those questions you have and those doubts you have sometimes to just be that, to be questions and to be doubts instead of making that mean that you're wrong or that you're bad or you're unworthy in some way. What might that experience be like? And ultimately, if you know where you want to go, I want you to know that there is a bus that will take you there. (laughs) It might take you a while to find the right bus, but honestly, you, there's a way to get there. And in order for you to find the right bus or to find the map or the right path, you do have to know where you want to go. I knew ultimately that the destination was City Creek. I wanted to go to the mall. And I thought that the bus that I first got on was going to get me there. But I was just wrong about that. I got on the wrong bus. And honestly, yeah, it's like I felt a little embarrassed and I was annoyed that we wasted so much time. But then I told myself, Heather... This is not a big deal. And then, honestly, later that night, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful I got on the wrong bus because then it allowed me to see the people that I really love and admire. And that was awesome. It was such a bonus. To sum this all up, here's what I want you to know. If you feel like you are on the wrong bus, I want you to stop and ask yourself, where is it that I'm trying to go? And obviously within the context of your marriage, it's just like the episode from last week. What is it that you want? What kind of relationship do you want? What kind of outcomes do you want for your family? What kind of things do you want you and your spouse to do? You have to be clear about what your destination is. If you don't know where you are going, it doesn't matter at all which bus you get on. But if you know where you're going, then you can decide, okay, this is the bus I'm going to need to take because apparently it's going to get me there. And there's going to be wrong turns and there's going to be bumps and there's going to be road closures, but you can work through that. The other thing that I want you to know is you can just feel your feelings. You don't need to avoid them. You don't need to freak out. You don't need to run away from them. You can just feel them. It's like this morning. I've, I have felt so much negative emotion this morning and I've just allowed myself to feel it. I've done the things that I know I needed to do, right? Like I had a client this morning and I showed up for her and I had this podcast that I needed to record and I showed up for that. But other than that, I've just sat in my chair and I've cried a lot and I've just let that be okay. This is just what it's like today for me to be a human and I'm all in, it's okay. Give yourself space to feel your emotions and also just know that if you believe that you are on the wrong bus, like you feel like your marriage is headed to a place that you don't wanna go, you wish it was different, it's going to require you feeling those negative emotions. It's going to require you paying attention to them and it's going to require you taking some action, right? My mom and I, I could have just stayed on that bus and stayed silent, even though in my heart and in my head, I knew we were going the wrong way. I knew he had gotten on the wrong bus. But if I was too embarrassed to say something or I was too nervous to get up or to get onto a new bus, I would have just stayed on that bus. And I mean, I don't really ultimately know where that bus would have ended up, but I do know it was where I didn't want to be. 
right? So just remember that. It's okay if you wake up and you find that, hey, this marriage isn't going the way that I wanted or the way that I thought or the way that I expected. It's okay. You have the chance today to start to turn some things around. You can drive the bus. You get to choose where you're going to go. But first, you're going to need to know what that destination is. And you are going to need to feel negative emotions. Just because you feel bad doesn't mean that you're wrong, right? It's just part of the process. And you are going to need to take action. You might need to say something to your spouse. You might need to say something to yourself. You might have to admit what you actually want. You might have to admit the truth to yourself in order to take some action that will create changes that will help you get on the route that you actually want to be on, headed towards the destination that you want. And I want you to know that you can do it, that you don't have to stay silent. You don't have to just settle. You don't have to be on the wrong bus knowing that it's headed in the opposite direction of what you want and just settle for that. You have so many options. You can create courage to stand up and to change routes and to make a new plan and to even figure out where you want to go. But also with that being said, sometimes you think you're on the wrong bus, but it might just be the very best bus for you. You know, it's like technically I was on the wrong bus, but it was the right bus because it allowed me to see some really cool people and it was just fun. And at the end of the day, I was safe and I got home and I went to bed that night. Like it really wasn't that big of a deal. Consider all of these things. Hopefully this metaphor hasn't been too all over the place I for sure have been all over the place, but I hope you'll stick with me. I'll see you here next Monday. All right, my friends, take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on Marriage Mindset. If you like this podcast, I would love it so much if you would leave me a review so that other people can easily find this show. If you are looking for one-on-one help in your marriage, or if you have any questions or anything that you would like me to address on this podcast, go to heatherflakecoaching.com. You can send me a message. You can find out more about what I do there. And I would love to hear from you and get in contact with you. So thanks so much for being here, friend. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you next week. Take care.